Hello and welcome to another episode of the Future Hospitality Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wells, joined today by co-host Dustin Myers. We are partners at Longitude Branding, a hospitality, branding, and experience design agency. At Future Hospitality, our goal is to interview the brightest minds in the industry, gathering insights, ideas, and inspiration to share with you. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Jason Coutinella, founder and CEO of NMG Network. NMG Network helps hospitality and travel brands elevate their brand and engage their guests by creating and curating high-end content such as shows, films, music, and more, then distributing it through online and in-room programming. During our time with Jason, we'll talk about how NMG Network came to be and the challenges he faced along the way, how brands are using his service to enhance their guest experience, and his vision for the future of travel and hospitality. Well, let's go ahead and jump in. Jason, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited to have you on the podcast. Uh, my pleasure, guys. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Yeah, for sure. Well, Jason, we, uh, we're excited to talk to you today. Uh, I know that we spoke a few weeks ago and learned a lot about NMG and what you all are doing. And it's just really exciting vision and, and what we've heard and seen is just really outstanding uh, work and, and, and things that you guys are doing over there. And um, you know, I'd love to, for people that are listening uh, right now that might not be familiar with NMG um, or just would like to you know, know a little bit more about what you all are all about, um, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit of briefly about the origins of NMG and um, kind of where you got or how you got to where you are today. Yeah, no problem. Um, well, once again, thank you for inviting me on your podcast. I love what you guys do. Yeah. Um, NMG started 11 years ago now, and I'm a born and raised New York guy that moved out to uh, Honolulu, Hawaii to go to grad school. Um, I completed grad school. And I said, well, how am I going to be able to stay um, in the state of Hawaii and build something? Um, so in 2009, I came up with uh, a company called Nella Media Group, uh, which is now known as NMG Network. And I said, well, I feel nobody's really zoning in on really building out um, super curated and targeted content um, for the state of Hawaii. It's, uh, it was very broad and it was your typical media outlets. Um, and knowing that I was in the state of Hawaii, which was, you know, primarily a visitor market, I said, well, how do I build a company that is based around tourism and travel? So that's kind of how the original concept came up of going, well, I'm going to get into this market and I'm going to start with building out a media company with multiple brands under it. And I realized that the travel and tourism spaces are kind of where I wanted to focus on because those are a way to get the advertising dollars um, through my media channels. Um, how I got to where I started, um, it was really understanding that, you know, once again, focusing on the travel and focusing on more of the higher end demographic. My goal is to build out these, I like to call them these curated media channels um, for select hotels, uh, resort destination, airlines, and luxury residential condominiums. Um, so it was just a long, a long journey, um, a lot of drive, a lot of dedication, and a lot of things um, I was doing against, against the typical kind of media 
kind of process. I kind of always try to evolve my company. So Jason, prior to starting this company, you had some background in media, correct? That's correct. Um, in 1998, uh, I had an uncle, uh, my past uncle, that was an accountant for McCann Erickson. And while I was going to undergraduate school in Manhattan, he asked me simply, he goes, well, I realize you're going to business school, um, but what are you, you going to do? You know, where are you going to work? And being a young guy, didn't really have an answer to that. I thought I would like bartend or something. And he said, well, why don't you intern or at least I'll try to get you an internship at McCann Erickson. Um, doing a little research, I realized McCann Erickson was the leading uh, advertising agency in the, in the world at that time. Um, long story short, I started interning. I had a six month internship that led to two and a half years um, all the way through my senior year. I, I was a national media buyer before I even graduated. Um, so my, my background in media is all I know. I've been doing it since I was about a 19 year old guy and, um, worked two and a half years at McCann Erickson, graduated. And then I actually went over to Sony music and I worked in the marketing and publicity department, uh, for two more years, uh, from about 2000 to 2002. And then as we all know, 9-11 and, uh, streaming music came to our world. Uh, 3,000 of us got laid off at Sony Music. Um, I was a, a young guy still. And I said, you know what? I think it's time for a lifestyle change. So I applied for grad school, drove across country, and that's how I ended up in Hawaii. That's really cool. So I feel like a lot of people start businesses with more incremental uh, improvements to things that are already there. But what we see you guys doing with the in-room television programs, I feel like is just really out of the box. How did you, how did you think to start that idea? And um, maybe just give us some insights into how you thought to, to take such an innovative approach. Oh, great question and thank you. So in 2009, when I, or more 2010, about a year into my business, the first thing was, well, how do I get the best distribution possible um, and the most targeted, the most focused and most high-end demographic distribution? And my vision was always to be a video and digital first company, but to start a video and digital first company is very challenging, especially when you don't have capital. Um, so I started out in publishing, um, producing these beautiful, I call them MAGA books, because they're not quite a magazine or not quite a hardcover book. So I call MAGA books. Um, and um, I, I started producing these books with a, with a mindset of going, all right, so I'm going to get into all of these, you know, distribution points through producing the best high-end publications I could possibly do for hotels, um, which will bring me to the reason why I evolved into television and soon to be, we're about to launch our whole digital network through hotel distribution. Um, but to answer your question, I went through, I went through producing publishing. I built up an extreme amount of partners in the hotel sector, and I built up the best advertising partners, the Harry Winston, the Gucci's, the Fendi's, the Louis Vuitton's. And then once I had them, I go, all right, a book's a book, magazine's magazine. I accomplished that. It's still very fruitful for NMG. We still do them. We still love them. But I go, I need to evolve because I can't be a publisher working, um, building my company, and that's the only offering. So 
about, I want to say about three years into my business, I go, what is the number one worst channel on a hotel? It's channel one. It's their own channel. We've all traveled. We're in the hotel space. You go to these hotels and channel one is 10 minutes of looping content. And there's like Mario Lopez on there talking about like what to do. So I go, well, this is something super remarkable. Uh, if I could take over that channel, utilize my intern editorial team and bring in filmmakers. So I said, well, I'm already producing content. We already got the, the creatives. Now it's just bringing in the filmmaking team to really make sure the programming and the content is actually top notch. So I did that. So it took me about, I want to say five, six years to build out all the advertisers, all the hotel distribution. And then I said, I'm going to go dormant for two years, about a year and a half actually. And I go, what's the quickest way I could articulate my vision and do it at a rapid speed. So we acquired a company in Hawaii called visitor video, two great guys they are 74 year old guys that built out a good distribution platform, but they never built off the programming. They, they did it. They did a little right. And they never, it never really evolved. It was just a distribution platform with about, you know, 45 minutes of kind of decent content, but it wasn't engaging. So I said, all right, I don't want to compete with these 74 year old guys. They're friends. We work together. Well, let's figure out how to buy them out. So we did that. And then instantly I started kind of just maintaining that. But for a year and a half, two years, I built programming. I built a ton of video, an extreme amount of video. So when we launched this television network, it looks robust and it's not just a vision. So I spent two years, building out the programming for some of our luxury hotels. And our, the, the main one we have in Hawaii is a hotel called Holly, Holly Kalani Hotels, which is a five-star hotel right smack in the middle of Waikiki. And we created a, a show called The Art of Living for them. So it's, to answer your question, it's like we go into these hotels, we took over Channel One, but then we went a little further and said, well, what are we going to do to create a show that will really encompass your guest. So the channel we created for Holly Kalani is called Living TV. Now Living TV is three seasons, five to six episodes per season, and now every season has a book. So I kind of reversed the model where mm -hmm. I used to do three books a year, three issues a year, and then that was it. So when I kind of went to the television series, I said, well, let's call these things seasons. Let's make a show for them. And let's have X amount of episodes per show. So now, if you stayed at the Holly Kalani, you would walk into season seven. We're already at, we're actually on season eight. There's 40 episodics on this network, this channel one. And there's a, there's a, a book to accompany this channel. So to the long story short, I looked at channel one. I said, that's an opportunity. The only way to make it good is ongoing content and keep evolving and producing more instead of just producing once and calling it a day. And that's what hotels do. They produce amenity driven videos, which are beautiful, 
some of them, um, but they're not doing true narrative editorial. And that's what we do. You know, and that's, that is how we evolve the channels. It's not, we're not getting hired from the hotel to produce content about the spa, the restaurants, you know, the, uh, the food and bar and, and restaurants. We get hired to truly build out these curated media channels. And that is what we pride ourselves on. And it started out in books. It's in in-room television now. And soon, with another hotel partner of us, we're launching out our first digital platform um, that is encompassing and working with their current website. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, you're 100% right on the channel line and that always makes us laugh. You know, whenever you think of that in-room experience and it's just this bland experience right when you turn on the TV and, you know, I think that's really special what you guys have begun to create for these brands and how, you know, it's helping them tell unique stories. And, you know, I'd love to hear some examples of the types of, you know, unique and engaging stories that, uh, that you guys are telling on these channels, um, you know, local experiences or things like that. Yeah, not, not a problem. And it's, and it really, and I, and I always like to tell this to my publishing friends, it really came from the publishing and it's, we were telling stories since day one of Nella Media Group or NMG Network. Day one, we tell stories, but it's really taking those stories and bring them into video formation. I want, I actually wanted to start the company being video first, but the amount of money to, to start doing videos, you know, 10 years ago at a startup was virtually impossible. And publishing was still very lucrative in Hawaii. So it really came that organic to us as going, and that, you remember I said I went dormant for about two years. I went dormant to the whole point that I turned off my website and just said, we're rethinking our business model pretty much. That was a splash page. And the reason why I did that is I wanted to relaunch the webs, our personal website or nmgnetwork.com. And if you go to that, you go, well, that's a video first company. That's not a publishing company that's trying to get in the video space. And if you look at every major publisher across the globe, they're publishing companies trying to figure out how to evolve. So I went dormant, shut down my current operation of just thinking publishing, and I just produced video upon video upon video, utilizing my same editorial team, utilizing my same creative direction team. I just brought in filmmakers. And I, I, I can't reiterate enough. I didn't bring in a video team. I brought in filmmakers. Because filmmakers know how to tell a narrative story. Video people are people that produce commercials, your typical commercials and agency style, which are great. And I work with those people all the time. But on our side of the business is we bring in true filmmakers, narrative storytelling, creative team to ensure that the content is truly editorial. And that is something very challenging when working with certain hotels because it's such a new mindset that people are not, certain people really don't even have an understanding on what we're trying to do yet. And that's fine. It's up to me to keep pounding the pavement and telling people what we do. So Jason, your story is, I mean, it sounds like it's very much one of, you know, evolving and adapting and just, you know, you know, staying on your toes, ready to pivot at any time. And, um, you know, I, I'm curious, how did you manage to stay, you know, sensitive and aware of those moments that required you to make, make a shift or to make a quick pivot? I think it's staying nimble. Um, 
you know, to be on, honest, um, you know, I think COVID, how hard it was on my business and, and, and tourism in general, I think it made me realize how we started and how nimble we were, so how we could pivot pretty instantly um, growing this company. And before, I would say pre-COVID, around 2019, I would say, last year, and a little into 18, we were growing at a speed that I think was a little too quick, meaning um, we weren't really watching um, kind of, you know, what the true vision was of the company. We were just growing and hiring people and, and just going and, and everybody was happy because we're a profitable company. Where now um, I feel like I'm back to square one and watching every little aspect of the company and making sure I'm shifting and pivoting in the right, the right direction. I always made sound decisions when I was growing this company, really thought out and I was clear before I made a move. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if it went off topic right there, but that is something like I always pride myself with NMG, where I think last year it was growing too rapidly. So now I'm back in a space that I've been, I haven't been this clear in my business probably in about, you know, four years um, before we took the jump from just being a publisher. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes um, the difficult times can also be pruning and refining for us in our businesses and our overall mission. So uh, I'm glad 100%. to see that, that that's been uh, some positive from it for you. So I feel like you're kind of blazing a new trail. Um, were there any times throughout this journey when you doubted yourself or doubted if, if the long-term vision was actually going to be able to come to fruition? Uh, being a founder, um, I think you always have doubts, right? Uh, I think we're some of the most emotional people in the world. We take everything so emotional and sensitive. And um, so, yeah, th there's always... There's always something a doubt, right? But, but I know I, I know I my, I know my vision and my goals are, are something unique. And you know what 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 really wakes me up in the mornings to prove to the world that I'm actually gonna build, um, a true, luxury and lifestyle hospitality network. And there's no such thing as that. Um, so when I get a little down, I just say, you know what? I want to be the guy that creates a true travel and lifestyle luxury network um and and that keeps me going and um yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not giving up yeah that's awesome looking into the the future um of nmg and where you guys are headed you know do you think that what you guys are doing uh you know do you see that becoming the new normal or the new expectation from a from a guest experience, you know, walking into the room and seeing this really curated uh, content that's really unique and thoughtful. Is that your hope? It's definitely my hope and it's, and it'll be, a, it'll be a reality. Um, once again, hotels do a great job of marketing their hotel. Our, our vision is make, making sure once they get the guest that they're getting a curated experience. I like to say I produce content for the guest. That's what I like to say, you know? So, uh, yeah, I think a hotel guest, especially the demographic we go after, is in need of content. They definitely want very engaging content, um, and they're always searching. 
for something new and exciting. Um, it's just up to NMG to keep pushing on what we're doing and keep working with our hotel partners to educate them that these curated media channels are a need and their, their guests are looking for them. And educating the hotel executives, which I work with a lot, and they're all great people, but really educating them, it's not about talking about the hotel all the time. That's called pre-arrival marketing. And those are great. You have to do that as a hotel. But once you get that guest, right, you need to make sure you're doing something beyond your typical luxury hotel and giving them something. And that's what these media channels are for. Um, the beautiful thing in today's world, and you guys know this best, is the content we create leads them back to the hotel. Because once it's out there in this viral world and you're watching a video about a wood maker in Santa Monica and that wood maker video happens to be the video that's on Shutters on the Beach media channel, that's going to bring them back to Shutters. So there's all sorts of angles. Um, but, you know, once again, it's up to us to make sure we educate not only the hotel, make sure the guest, this is a truly narrative editorial. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I think that there's so much opportunity uh, out there. Do you guys, do you, you find it challenging? You mentioned uh, talking to, you know, some of these, uh, these hotel owners and, and managers and things. And do you find it challenging to communicate the value of what it is that you're, you're offering them? Um, or how do, you, how do you make that an easy conversation for them to understand? Every day, it's challenging. Every day. The day that it's not going to be um, challenging is when what we are known for what we do. Meaning when NMG Network is known as the company that creates curated media channels and people really understanding what that is. But every day, I constantly have to go back to my team and go, guys, when I pitch this hotel, I articulated what we do. And then, right, I'm the one that kind of gets the business going. And then I hand it over to my team that completely understands what we're trying to accomplish. But then the hotels will kind of come in and redirect their brain to becoming the agency for the hotel. And I got to go, God, you know, it's, it's a constant <laughs> battle. It's a, and it's okay. Because if it wasn't a battle, that means it's done before. You know, that's my, that's my thought process. If it yeah. wasn't a challenge, there would be no such thing as NMG Network. I would be an agency. That's yeah. what I would do. And, and I always tell people, I do a lot of service work, big part of our business, but building the network is priority. And that to me is if we're not building the network, then we become a service company. And I didn't seek out to be a service-based company. I love service-based companies. I work with service-based companies all the day. I think they're the best. When I work with a, their agency, service-based company, and we understand each other, oh man, it's the best relationship ever because I kind of help the agency because I'm not trying to step on their toes. I'm trying to produce content for the hotel, right? And some agencies like to say they produce content, but the ultimate dream is our partner NMGs, the content people, we're the brand people, right? And if you could find that synergy, you know, it's magic, but it's still a little challenging to answer your question every day. And I got to re, I got to like re, I got to repitch them almost. You remember that we talked about like this is narrative editorial and we're going to create a show and it's going to have episodes. <laughs> For some reason, they understand the book. When I start going to a video, it, it sometimes is a 180. I'm like, wait a minute. 
we send in an edit for a book. It's pretty easy. We send in our editorial like pitch. Going, these are the stories we want to cover. Say yes or no. And they, they usually just look it over because they want to make sure the people that we're covering is not going to tarnish the hotel brand. So they say yes. And then we produce the book and then we drop off the book. For some reason, when I tell them like we evolved into this video television network, they all of a sudden they're not clicking sometimes. But in time, when they do click, it's beautiful. And, and, and Holly Kalani in, hotel, uh, in, um, in Hawaii is a true example of success on all fronts. Print, in-room television, and now this curated digital channel that we produce for them. Yeah. Well, I would assume that the more you do this, um, the more case studies you have on your website, the easier it's going to be for people to really appreciate the value of what you're doing. Um, for any of the listeners who haven't seen his stuff, check out nmgnetwork.com and look at some of the video content. It is just gorgeous, really, really creative films, um, as, as you've said. It's not just videos, but it's, it's really engaging stuff. So um, I, I think that will get easier for you the longer you're at it. I hope so, or else I'm going to be driving around the, <laughs> the world. I'm, I'm going to be driving and flying around the world, which I enjoy. Um, and, and that's, you know, the case studies are getting a little better. You know, Holly Kalani was such a success. That's how we landed Shutters on the Beach in Castle Del Mar. The ownership group. And I, I'm sure you guys are familiar with Shutters on the Beach in Castle Del Mar. Yeah. Um, the reason why we landed that, and people ask me all the time, how are you getting this business? We landed Shutters on the Beach in Castle Del Mar because the ownership group stayed at Holly Kalani, called me the next day going, are you the company that produced these videos on Channel One? And I go, we are. Uh, the lady said, I've never sat in front of an in-room, I've never sat in a hotel and watch two hours of content any hotel in my entire life. <laughs> so I awesome. didn't even pitch. I did, there was no, there was zero pitch. I went to Santa Monica. I met their GMs. We shook hands. There was no, that was it. Agreement happened. And now um, this month we are launching, um, it's called Waves TV. We created a channel called Waves. And that consists of in-room television, beautiful book, and we are building out, which is not launched yet, the subdomains for both shuttersonthebeach.com and castledelmar.com. So imagine, um, obviously, everybody that's listening knows what a subdomain is. It's waves.shuttersonthebeach.com. So we go in, and now we're starting to own the subdomains of these hotel websites. Awesome. Might have to pause, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll pause. We heard a train coming. Sorry about that. So I know that you have big plans for the future um, in scaling up your company now with, with the foundation that you've built. What are you most excited about as you look to the future of travel and the hospitality industry in general? How much of a rebound we're all going to have, everybody in this hospitality and travel space. I've literally been on the road for three months and if you were truly a luxury or a leisure hotel, which I go after, they're packed still. They're playing it safe, they're wearing your mask, they're understanding the relevance of how important their outdoor um, things are, um, like their dining and their you know, activities related. Um, mm -hmm. 
and I'm excited to get back to work, um, to be honest. Uh, you know, I, I don't stop, but when we're all, anybody that plays in the travel and hospitality sector, we're all gonna have to help each other because we need to make sure, especially, you know, the United States, that we promote that it's a safe travel environment. And I think people have been cooped up for a while. And um, I, think, I think we just gotta be ready. And I think any company that focuses on that sector needs to be able to react quickly. Um, so that's what we're gearing up for. Yeah. Yep, definitely. So uh, we talked about the, the future of travel and hospitality now. Uh, what's next for Jason now? I know you're on the road uh, doing some cool stuff. So what's, what's exciting for you in the future? You know, building a company for 11 years now, and I, I have the best team in Hawaii. I really, truly, they're like family, right? You start a business, you build a team, um, they're family. Um, so, you know, first thing I'm going to do is make sure my team in Hawaii we get Hawaii back up and running again. We get the team back on to, you know, full-time work and, and really get that moving again. But for me, I've always wanted to scale a company and be a global company. I've said it from day one. If you look at my first notebook, I said, I want to be a global company based at Honolulu, Hawaii. And this next year um, to three years is going to prove that. You know, we've already proven that we could scale. We're already working out of Hawaii with beautiful partners like Shutters on the Beach and Castle Del Mar. Um, we were about to launch a, the global Kimpton Hotels uh, media channel uh, in 2020. That obviously got pushed to 2021. Um, we work with a, a smaller hotel group called the Providence Hotel Group. Um, and there's a bunch of others that will come on in the mix. So what's exciting for me is to really show that uh, this small company out of Honolulu, Hawaii, that never had investment, is now one of the global leaders in the travel and, and lifestyle uh, space. And, you know, that's, that's what drives me every day. And um, I'm still in love with what I do. And uh, I challenge myself to evolve on a yearly basis. I never wanted to create a company that felt like a lifestyle company that I come into work, talk about my weekend. And it was always about pushing the envelope and making sure I evolved. So I think the only thing for people to do that follow myself and uh, NMG Network is to keep in touch. You know, I, I, I'm always available. I love having conversations with people on what we do. When you guys, um, you know, offered to be on your podcast, I was, uh, I was very excited. You know, when Mark told me about you guys. I did a lot of research on you guys. I love what you guys do. And, and I love speaking about my business. Um, and I'm not afraid to talk about it. I'll sit in a room with 8 million of my competitors. I'll tell them exactly what I'll do. And whether they do it or not, it's, it's up to them. Um, but I'm, I'm that passionate about it. So that's, okay. that's the next step for me in NMG is constantly evolving. Yeah, that's really exciting. Well, I'm excited for what's in store for you guys. And I uh, can't wait to see... Uh, how you guys continue to evolve into the future. Um, how can people stay in touch with you guys? Um, it's, it's with individuals at NMG or just staying in touch with us? Uh, just learning more about you guys and, and how to get in contact. Um, that's a great question. So we're in the process of putting like this newsletter out that represents NMG and all the brands under it. 
uh, we have two consumer facing brands. One's called Flux Hawaii and one's called Lay Culture. Now Flux Hawaii is um, a brand that started out in the magazine. It still is a magazine, but we have a ton of other uh, digital and video content. But that's a brand that kind of really articulates the arts, culture, music, um, you know, in, in a modern mindset of what's going on in Hawaii. Um, so you could, you could um, follow fluxhawaii.com. Um, or we have a brand called Lay, um, Lay Culture. And that is a beautiful brand that is for the LGBTQA that, that articulates not only what the beautiful culture in Hawaii is, it's becoming a national brand. So that one's layculture.com and then the other one's fluxhawaii.com. And that will, those are two brands under the NMG network umbrella. Um, if you could, you follow those um, on Instagram as well, um, and that will lead you to what's going on with NMG as a whole. Um, or simply, you know, our Instagram channel, I feel is a cool one. It's just NMG network. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we really are appreciative for your time and hope you have safe travels. Oh, Thanks, thank Jason. you so much, guys. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Future Hospitality Podcast. If you enjoyed today's topic and episode, please leave us a review. You can also find us on Instagram at Future Hospitality and on Facebook by searching for Future Hospitality. 